another Saturday afternoon edition of the Four Star Sports Show. Of course, I am Wes Pruitt. Down there to the bottom is John Sturdivant. And to my immediate left is Miss Sinead Govan Williams. She is, well, I'll say it, your CrossFit Eagles uh, girls head coach from here in CrossFit, Arkansas. Sinead, thank you very much for being on the show with us today. Thank you for having me. It's definitely an honor and a privilege. I appreciate you, and I'm looking forward to the show. Uh, Sinead, when you look at CrossFit, Arkansas, of course, this is a very small town. We're a mill town here. Uh, of course, you're from here. You went to school here. You're an alum. So you know the community, very similar to Dominic Lincoln, who we had on the show last mm -hmm. week. Uh, Dominic mentioned that he literally gets out and knocks on doors. Uh, is that something, is that a similar strategy that you take? You're talking about as far as like building the program and like getting... Yes, ma'am. Well, my, I'm heavy in the community, like with my mentoring program that I started three years ago. So that has opened up a lot of opportunities for me. And I'm also a motivational speaker. I don't know if you knew that, but um, I think I've used that to help bridge um, being in the schools, being in the communities, the churches and stuff like that to help build the program. Because again, I'm pretty sure Dominique told you it's so much bigger than basketball. It's about life. So yeah, that's, that's, that's basically the approach that we have taken here. Yeah. Um, Shanae, when you look at CrossFit, uh, of course, this is your fourth season here, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, when you look at it, I, I'll just, I'll, I'll say it like this. It, it seems like there were some growing pains. I guess that's a good way to put it at the beginning of your tenure. Uh, mm -hmm. First season, you were three and 26. Mm -hmm. Second year, you were 12, uh, uh 12 and 13 is that correct 12 and 13 second year third year 16 and 13 and this year you're six and four so uh i mean it doesn't take any genius to look at records and tell that there's definitely been improvement from year one to year four uh what would you say is the reason behind that well when i took over they had only won two games in five years so oh wow <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah, it, it, it had been tough taking it over. And so um, I knew that I was going to inherit a program uh, where I was going to have to rebuild more than anything. And that was starting with the mindsets of my players. Because, you know, when you're conditioned to losing, it's kind of hard to, you know, abandon all those things that you didn't know before, or that you knew before. So I just came in with the, um, with the approach of not worrying about wins and losses at first. You know, I want to work on building character, um, a work ethic, you know, their self-esteem, their confidence. And then I knew later on, I mean, I didn't think that we would do as well as we did last year, you know, making it to state for the first time in five years. But um, I knew that later on, I would begin to see the fruit of my labor, but I knew that it wasn't going to happen overnight. So again, just working on those character um, traits, um, work ethic, building their confidence, self-esteem, and just, you know, getting them to understand that it's a process to everything. I think that's why I've been able to see such a success in, I wouldn't say a short amount of time, but you know, we jumped from year to year because my players bought in. Yeah. John, go ahead. Okay, um, coach, as an alum as your school that you're coaching now, what can you tell student athletes at your school that maybe you're coming out for basketball or on your basketball team right now, like, when I, when I was going to tell you my history a little bit, I made the basketball team in the high school at Barlett mm -hmm. High School here locally. 
But uh, my mentor growing up was Coach Hubie Smith, who was the basketball coach at Barlett at the time. Because I went to his basketball camps growing up to basically being a manager in high school. He's, he was always to the point where grades come first, basketball can come later. What can he tell, like, a student athlete that's actually maybe – like, my junior year, for example, I had geometry and Spanish, too, in high school. Two tough classes. And a coach would always say, hey, Jonathan, don't worry about being our manager today. Don't worry about coming to our games. We'll take care of it because grades come first. What can you tell an athlete that could be basically struggling maybe in some classes that still want to become a part of your basketball program or still on the team? Like maybe they're too shy or too nervous or too scared to even confront a basketball coach like yourself, you know, and say, hey, I want to basically become like, you know, they get that new NCAA requirement now where I believe it's like a two, three or two, five GPA. What can you tell a student athlete? you know, that's struggling maybe in their class to say, hey, you know, you're still part of our basketball team regardless. Grades do come first and then basketball can come later. That makes right. sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Well, see, for me, um, I think I'm in a unique position being here, being back home. Um, I always tell my players that basketball saved my life, but even after college, um, playing basketball for four years, I had to get my academics and I wouldn't be in the position that I am today you know, with a career in coaching, had I not taken academic serious. So um, that's why, you know, we do things like we have study, mandatory study hall um, twice a week. Um, you know, we really harp on, you know, our grades. I reach out to my players, um, teachers once a week for like their conduct, their behavior, as well as their academics. And we really just talk about how a student comes before athletes. So I think that um, our door is always open for um, that open communication we're talking about academics because you know my students know I mean that comes first we're already working on you know my seven and eight graders taking the ACT um so I'm, I'm preaching that lingo of academics academics all the time just as much as I'm talking about athletics because I know at the end of the day I want them to leave my program if they stay from seven through twelve at, and I want them to graduate I don't just want them to get you know become better athletes I want them to become better people and to be able to be successful um in life after high school. So just, you know, continuously talking about it, not making players feel like, you know, I'm the coach that just wants them to help me go back to the state championship or go back to regionals, but to let them know, hey, I care about your academics. If you're struggling in the class, let's go talk to your math teacher. Let's go see how we can, you know, set you up with a tutor. So just continuously making sure that they know that I understand, you know, I struggled with math as well. So not being, you know, so prideful to be um, transparent with them um, and just, you know, mm -hmm. teaching them the reality of the situation, you know, academics for some, all of them aren't going to make all A's. And I tell my players that, you know, just do your best, but there are requirements. You have to be eligible. There are um, requirements that you have to meet according to AAA and the NCAA if you do go to college. So let's um, just try to jump on this ahead of time if we can. I wish more coaches yeah, most definitely. and I wish more coaches would be like yourself and say, Hey, we do have a study hall because mm -hmm. a lot of people in the Memphis area, for example, Shelby County schools here locally in Memphis are not playing high school basketball right now in general. Mm -hmm. So a lot of kids are basically either playing for like, a, how do I say a private school mm -hmm. or maybe like a Barlett high school, which get their own school district or Millington to get their own school district as well. You know, I wish more schools in general, like yourself, like you just said, would have a study hall two times a week mm -hmm. 
before practice or even before a game, you know, a home game and say, hey, school is basically, we're going to focus on school for like an hour before we do shoot around. Because a lot of schools these days just go straight to shoot around. They don't worry about academics or school right away. They worry about game plans right from the start. But, you know, I appreciate you doing that as well, you know, regarding academics do come first. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I would be failing them as their coach by not focusing on that because I have them, you know, a lot of their time. And so, I mean, we, when I say we have study hall meeting, like we don't practice that day. It's strictly academics. Um, it's awesome. Yeah, like, I mean, I feel like I want to prepare them for life. I don't just say that, but I want to model that and let them know, hey, I care more about just the basketball component because as you just stated, student comes before athlete. My mom was a school teacher in the school district for like 38 years. That's another reason I bring that up. But uh, yeah, Wes, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, Coach, when you look at CrossFit, uh, of course, CrossFit is obviously near and dear to your heart. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. I know that you were at Lee Academy, which is kind of funny, small world. I went to Rossville Christian Academy, and we used mm-hmm. to play Lee Academy back in the day. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's very funny. Uh, matter of fact, there is uh, – there's you know, a Mississippi League academies, if I'm if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Yep, in the Mississippi Private School Association. I think Lee Academy's still in it, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. Rossville played them, I believe, mm-hmm. last night. Uh, the Rossville girls team scored 14 yeah. points against Lee Academy last night. Yeah. So I it, they didn't play well. Um, but when you look at coming from Lee Academy, uh, obviously another school here in Arkansas, but coming back home to cross it, what really uh what was the selling point? I mean, obviously it's mm-hmm. home. But what was really, what was your motivating factor to come back home? Well, the opportunity, I, well, let me just lay this out here. I never wanted to coach. Um, all through college, I played basketball at Delta State. And it was my senior year. And uh, my college coach said, you're going to coach. It's like, no, I'm not. And so it's, it's ironic. We did a basketball camp. And I got a phone call about the job at Lee Academy. And they asked me, they said, hey, we need a basketball coach. Um, would you be interested? I'm like, what? So I went down there, interviewed, long story short, I got the job, stayed there three years. That was a similar situation like CrossFit. Like they had, I mean, they were not good at all. So um, I was 22 years old, never coached before, um, leading two programs that didn't win prior to that. And so it was a learning experience for me, but probably the, the best because I got to grow, I got to mature. Um, in the game, you know, being a head coach at 22 years old is scary. You've never done it before, had no coaching experience. But what sold me on coming home was the fact that one of my mentors always told me that you never leave a program um, the way you found it. And so going into Lee, they had only won one game in six years, both junior and high school. I mean, it was bad. And, you know, all three years I was there, we never finished last in the conference. We made it to North Half State, um, the high school teams. All three years I was there, junior high, we finished, you know, we made it to the uh, district tournament championship game twice. So I knew that um, it was time for me to go. It was hard because I had developed so many relationships with those girls, but I didn't think I was coming back to CrossFit. I never, you know, imagined coming back home. And then I got a phone call um, from the superintendent and he just asked me, you know, just to come talk to him. And at first I was like, I don't want to go back home. I knew it was time for me to leave Lee, but I didn't necessarily want to come back to CrossFit. But um, honestly, 
when I came and talked to Mr. Williams, I was sold. I mean, we talked three for three hours about life. We really didn't talk about basketball. Wow. Um, we just talked about the community aspect. And I knew that I was heavily involved in that community at Lee um, in Clarksdale. And I wanted something similar. So um, having the opportunity to come back home, I really wasn't worried about, you know, the program being, you know, bad because I had previously was in that position. So I knew that I had what it took to, you know, change some things. But I mean, just feeling like I had an administration to have my back. And Mr. Williams really sold me on that, that he supported athletics um, because he was a basketball coach himself. So I think that that in itself sealed the deal for me because I my sisters had graduated in 2015, so I wasn't going to be able to coach them. But that was really the biggest piece, um, being able to work for someone who I felt like uh, would trust me to uh, change the culture because you don't find that too often with superintendents really caring about athletics. And so... Um, that really sold me. As a door thing from the Wizard of Oz would say, there's no place like home. There's no place <laughs> like home. But, uh, <laughs> sorry, I just had to throw it out there. But, uh, you talk about you played at Delta State. Uh, talk about the Go South Conference. You know, when you played at Delta State, I know they play like CBU here locally in Memphis. Yeah. You know, and, uh, talk about those playing days. Yeah. Oh, man. I wish I could go back. I wish I could go back. It was nothing like putting on that green and white jersey when I was there my senior year. What's their mascot again? Fried okra or something? <laughs> <laughs> We're actually the states, lady statesman. Oh, okay. It's the, the statesman, John. <laughs> the, it's the, the fighting okra is like a little, yeah. it's like an alternate mascot. Yeah, it's I knew it was coming. <laughs> I'm sorry, I threw it out there. But. No, it's okay, but it, it was amazing and electrifying. I mean, everybody knows that Delta State has a great tradition of success. Um, my senior year, I mean, was amazing. We made it to uh, the Elite Eight. Uh, we were ranked number nine in the nation. Um, my team was really good. Um, I mean, it was just amazing playing for my coach. I mean, he, he was my mentor. He was like a father figure, you know, growing up without my dad. And, you know, he just stepped in and believed in me as a point guard. He, he really helped prepare me for where I am now. So I think that was the, the biggest um, takeaway that I could say um, playing at Delta State was playing for a coach like what I had. And I think that's why I aspire to be who I am to my players, um, just more, more than their coach, but like a mentor and, you know, a mother figure to them. But um, I, I love Delta State. I, I always, you know, try to go back and catch a couple games, but I think our biggest rival had to be either Christian Brothers. Um, yeah. Never, we never lost to them or uh, West Alabama. That was a big, that was a big rival. You know, Wes, I don't know if you know this. Interesting I like how she fact. made sure she threw in there that she never <laughs> lost Christian Brothers. I like that. Go ahead. Wes, you know this interesting fact. Speaking of Christian Brothers, first of all, you know, Delta State is not only a baseball school, it is a basketball school as well. Yeah. People don't really know the history behind Delta yep. State, right. like as much as us three right here. Right. But they have been to the into the way tournament right. year in, year out on the baseball field and the basketball court as well. And and there's an interesting fact I want to throw out there to you, Wes. The, now the men's basketball coach at Chris, or at Delta State is the former CBU coach from two years ago. Yep. That's been there for like 30-plus years, Coach yep. Neighbors. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as Memphis fans, you know, we really? used to Really? Coach Neighbors is down there? I did not. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did not realize he was down there. That's very cool. Very cool. Um yeah, coming to Memphis, John, I drive right by Delta State every time I come to Memphis. Mm -hmm. um, 
but yeah, when you look at uh, Cross It, let's let's get back to Cross It real quick. When you look at the the program you've got built now, mm-hmm. um, of course you've kind of went through your lumps. You've kind of you know you your freshman class the first year you're here is now your seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you looking forward to moving forward into the rest of this season and then also into next season and beyond? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have only four seniors from that freshman class when I first got here. But most people don't know that I have also three freshmen that are on my high school team. Um, I had to move them up because we don't have the numbers. So three, all three start. So um, moving forward, I know that, you know, our seniors with their tenure, um, they'll be able to, I feel like we have a strong chance of going back to the regional tournament. I mean, it's going to be tough, but I feel like, you know, the pieces that we have with my best senior guards coming back returning this year like we have a really huge chance um and after they leave I feel like we have a great chance to be good for a while because of you know those those freshmen that I did move up but also the freshmen that I left down they're they're really good as well so I mean we have a bright future you know looking moving forward years ahead but the only thing that I could say that I wish um would change or I could help is starting a peewee program because right now I only have eight on my high school basketball team. My numbers have always been really low since I've been here. It's hard to get girls to come out and play basketball. I don't know why, but um, that's the only thing that I wish that I could change. And I think that it's starting a peewee program to get girls really involved in it much earlier, much sooner than the seventh grade. Cause I feel like if you start in the seventh grade, it's kind of too late. You're kind of already almost behind the eight ball because everyone yeah. else has started you know, years before you. So, um, but for those of those that do stick it out in the seven, from the seventh grade on out, you know, I, I really, you know, have a lot of respect for them because it's tough coming in. Um, Cause I have a seventh grader now that starts on my junior high team. Oh, wow. And you know, it's tough for her, not ever playing basketball, but she's trying to learn the game and be a starter at the same time. So I think, you know, moving forward, um, as long as I am here in CrossFit, I think that that's something that I want to start uh, at some point, but it won't be this summer because I'll be having my baby. <laughs> well, congratulations on that. Yeah, somebody's got a baby <laughs> on the way. Is that is that is that correct, Coach? Somebody's got a little one on the way. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Sorry, no. I, you, now you're like, yeah, I didn't want you to bring that. Breaking news, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not breaking news. It's been known. It's it's quite evident. Wow. It's been known. Uh, no, talk about on our show. Uh, it's not. It's not a secret, John. She knows. <laughs> no, talk about me. Um, but coach, when you look, when you look at, uh, you know, John and I talked about it. We actually asked, asked Dominic the same mm-hmm. question. Of course, here it's a little different because he is the only men's basketball coach, and you are the only women's basketball coach. So obviously, you keep the same system, middle school to high school. Um, I, in my opinion, I think that is a must uh, at any school is to keep the same program, same play calls, same everything. So that, like you said, when you run into a situation where you've got to bring somebody up, uh, it it's, it's, should be a smooth transition to the high school okay. level. Um, what are some bright spots about CrossFit that uh, the nation does not know that you would like for them to know? that we really, we have some talented athletes, um, not just on the court, but in the classroom. One of my seniors has a 4.1 GPA. 
Um, she's actually um, looking to sign at um, ASU Mid-South here pretty soon. I mean, Jada Cooks. Um, we have another, um, and I'll, I'm also the head track coach. I don't know if I told you, but like my okay. athletes were like- We'll get there. Five, <laughs> five star athletes, not just in, you know- We'll talk about track. <laughs> no, not just in sport. We do research, coach. We know. <laughs> I see that, but I just I just want people to to realize that CrossFit is a gold mine. I mean, we have you know the athletes that you know you're seeing on TV, you know, playing. But I guess we just don't get the exposure that most get, and I think that's why um, for me, you know, when I was coming up, it was the same thing. Nobody really uh, broadcasted CrossFit basketball just because you know we're just known for a track school. Everyone knows that in baseball. And so I wish just the nation would know that, you know, we have five-star athletes um, who are who are capable of playing on the next level, for sure. Well, you already talked about one of your seniors looking at Arkansas Mid-South. You know, talk about your other players that might be getting some looks as well. Mm -hmm. Well, one of them, another senior, she, she has the opportunity to play basketball, but I'm pretty sure she's going to run track in college. She's a stud, Anaya Jones, and um, a freshman that um, I haven't talked about. Cedriona Gillum, she's leading us in scoring. She's averaging 16 points a game. As a freshman, um, she, wow. she is going to be something to watch, some, some, someone for you know, people to keep up with. I'm pretty sure she's going to be heavily recruited. Um, she's, a, she's an outstanding athlete in basketball as well as track. I mean, she, but she loves basketball. Her heart is in it. Um, so I think that she's going to be one that, that's going to go really far. She has a really bright future. Um, she, uh, you talked about, sorry, Wes, I was going to say, she also brought a good, interesting point. Oh, go ahead, you know, regard, I said she made an interesting, good point, you know, regarding the Wee point of view mm -hmm. as well, because a lot of schools here locally and across the country these days, I've been looking at, don't even start with the freshman team or they even have a JV squad at all. Mm -hmm. Most schools like, you know, small schools or big schools, just have girls that start on varsity as a ninth grader and not enough girls do come out for girls basketball. Mm -hmm. To me, you know, we, like we talked about with Coach Shapley, you know, last week, Wes, a lot of girls don't get enough credit, even at a middle school level or even at a high school level, don't get enough credit across the country. You know, I enjoy watching women's basketball, girls basketball, you know, because they don't get enough credit as it is. They're like, okay, well, it could be a boring game or, you know, it might be a snooze fest or something similar to that. They don't get enough credit. Right. You know, when we had the NCAA tournament here at one year for the women's basketball, all of us went because I had tickets, but something came up at the last minute mm -hmm. because I enjoy watching women's basketball. There's so many great coaches in the high school ranks, even to the college ranks, year in, year out. Yeah. And uh, the reason I'm bringing college up now is because what college coaches? Oh. Actually, yeah, what college coaches do you actually like to watch a lot of film on and like study by? Uh, Kim Mulkey for sure, and Don Staley. Just they're, I mean, they're amazing. They're great. Um, just being tenacious, you know, both of them also being college uh, athletes themselves. But I just admire um, their will to be. Um, more than just coaches to their players, you know, their mentors, they're like moms. 
And I think that in itself, and, the, and the, they're gritty on the defensive end. You know, I was defensive player of the year at Delta State. And so, um, and I also keep up with my head coach. Uh, now he's at Austin P. We talk at least twice a week. So, you know, he keeps me in the know of, you know, different things or different strategies that I know I can bounce off of him. So him and uh, his name is David Millett. Him and Kim Murphy, for sure. I, I, I love Baylor's program. I love what um, Coach Don Staley is doing at South Carolina. Just the grit and um, just that, that, that powerhouse of, you know, teaching our student athletes to be just strong, fierce, um, mentally tough, and definitely the defensive minded aspect of the game. And, of course, you got good old Gino out there. Right. right. <laughs> it, 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 and that guy's incredible. You know, I, I actually got a chance to watch Pat Summit coach, and I'm not a UT fan at all. <laughs> I hate him. But I got a chance to watch Pat Summit coach one time, uh, not very uh, long prior to her death. Mm-hmm. And when oh, I say that, I mean, one of her last coaching games. Mm-hmm. Um, watching her on the sidelines, coach, I watched you uh, last season. Uh, it was a JV game. Y'all have some similarities, coach. I just want to tell you. <laughs> Y'all work that sideline. I have noticed that between you and I watched Dominic the other night, y'all work it. I mean, it's kind of like Calipari-esque. I mean, no, nobody's got, nobody's pulling you back yet, but uh, <laughs> it, is, is, is there a coach that you might, I don't want to say emulate your style after, because I mean, I know you want to make it your own, but is there coaches around the country like Mike Neighbors here in Arkansas, people like that, that you might maybe emulate a little? Um, I think Kim Murphy because we dress alike, we wear the heels, we squat a lot, um, don't sit much. If we are sitting, it's not in a chair, it's squatting. And, you know, we're short, we wear high <laughs> heels, we're going to dress classy, but we're still going to coach our girls. It doesn't matter what we have on. Um, and, you know, we work the sidelines. So definitely her, for sure. Um, coach, I hate to say this to you, but uh, talk about, you know, last night y'all lost the game to mm-hmm. a good opponent in that game, 44 to 34, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, can you just talk about last night's basketball game a little bit? Yeah, for sure. We just we just could not make a basket. The game before, we shot 68% from the field. That's what I was telling Wes. And then you go, last night, we couldn't buy a bucket. I mean, we had them. We were, at first, we started off getting to the basket. You know, they were in the penalty in the first quarter. And we couldn't make a free throw. I mean, we just struggled all night long to score. And I mean, you have those nights. And I told them even before the game, hey, if we don't shoot it well tonight, keep playing. You know, we got to get some stops on defense, whether that's getting buckets in transition. I mean, things just didn't go our way offensively. And I mean, it was just tough mentally for the girls to really, you know, get out of that slump. But I think it was, I know for sure it was a learning experience for us. And I think that, you know, sometimes I tell my players all the time, losses have a way of awakening you. Losses have a way of, you know, redirecting you. And, you know, because we had just came off a 35-point win against Monticello two days prior. So, you know, sometimes wins like that can get you a little lax. Um, but um, I think we'll be able to go back and watch film and analyze and be ready to revamp for Tuesday's game against Kansas. Uh, Coach, looking forward to next week. Uh, I know you've got a game, uh, what's it, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday? Is that correct? Next week, is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking forward to next week. Uh, give me a little bit of what you're, uh, what, you're, what you're looking for for your girls to be ready for. And uh, speaking of that loss, uh, in my opinion, a lot of times a loss like that actually turns into more wins. Um, just Absolutely. because of its teaching tool 
and exactly what it teaches you. Uh, Cause you know, uh, you know, hard times makes harder people is what I think. But uh, can you, can you talk a little bit about the uh, three big games next week, uh, right across the street from my house, actually uh, at the uh, across the gymnasium. Yes. So uh, Tuesday will be versus a really talented, but young Camden Fairview team. We split last year with them. Um, they're going to be very athletic. They're going to play man to man. They're going to press a lot. So um, that'll be probably a fast paced game. And then we got star city state champions <laughs> coming in. Um, that's yeah. going to be tough. I mean, th they're a powerhouse. I mean, I've only beat Becky Yarbrough one time and that was last year in the junior high uh, district championship. Oh, it felt amazing. But her team, I mean, junior high and high school, they're well coached. Um, I mean, she really doesn't have to do much. They, they're, they're, they're a great team. I mean, I feel like they might be contenders to win the state championship again. So Wednesday is going to be tough, but it's going to prepare wow. us for, you know, the postseason. And then Friday is our biggest rival, Hamburg. I think that'll be a good game. Um, it, it always I is. I can't wait for that game Friday night. That's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be electrifying in the gym. So we have three, you know, good games coming up, three big games, three key games, you know, leading – into conference, the second week of conference play. So, you know, we're excited. And I mean, it's going to be a long week, uh, but we'll be prepared though for each game for sure. Um, I know it's been a crazy year with COVID and everything. I know a lot of fans are used to these big, I mean, a lot of players might use, be used to these bigger crowds at these games, you know, like a rival game like y'all have next Friday or it could pack like 3,000 people, for example, right. you know, in that. What can you tell these players? Hey, um, it's not a bigger crowd like we are used to with the noise and whatnot. What, how can these players react to maybe like a smaller type crowd rather than a bigger crowd in a robbery game like that? Well, I tell my players anyway, no matter where we go, no matter if it's two people in the gym, no matter if it's a thousand in the gym, the only people that matter are the ones that suit up the ones that are sitting on the, your bench, which is your teammates and, you know, your coaches. Um, you know, I try to tell them, like, let's eliminate the distractions because sometimes crowds can be a distraction. Uh, so we really don't try to get in the hype of, you know, who's there, who's not there. But I know it, it is hard. I'm thankful that we do have fans because fans do play a role, you know, in the game, especially when you go on a run. Um, but I just try to, you know, keep that balance with them and keep reminding them that, you know, what's most important or, you know, your teammates, you know, staying focused on what's going on between um, the sidelines. So, you know, we don't get caught up in it because a game like Friday night against your rival, if you get caught up in the crowd, and who's there and who's not, I mean, it, it could be a distraction, especially for a young team, you know, like we are with starting three freshmen, you know, you can get caught up in it and, you know, lose sight of the game plan and lose focus. So I just try to remind them that, hey, no matter if we got, we have 10 fans coming to support us on the road or we have 100 fans or if the band is there, if the cheerleader's not there, like, let's stay focused on the game plan. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, John, go ahead. Or do you have anything uh -oh. else, John? Or are you, are you I do, but you go next. Go ahead. <laughs> You're the host. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you uh when you look at uh cross it and like like john and i talked about like you and i talked about coach um like i've told told you and john before i want this show to be a show where you can come on uh possibly i can get with you after a game do a quick post game interview after a game uh things of that nature uh 
for the city of CrossFit, what is something that uh, you would like me to bring to them as far as the athletic program? Well, I mean, we all know that our football team has a huge following. Um, we just want the same energy, the same respect, the same regard, the same love for our basketball programs because at the end of the day, it's CrossFit, you know, whether it be CrossFit football, CrossFit baseball, CrossFit basketball, you know, these are students who, you know, work hard in the community, work hard in the schools, who want that same love and support. So, I mean, if you could just bring awareness to the community of how important um, their support would be, whether it's coming to a basketball game, whether it's, you know, supporting a student athlete in whatever way, um, just letting them know that, you know, coming to the games, you know, watching the game live, listening to it on the radio, sharing something on their social media page about, you know, a game or something like that. I think that'll be very important because our, our students, our players, they deserve that, you know, they deserve that support. Um, yeah. And it, it's, it's things that you remember, you know, after high school, you remember that support, the love and the, the, uh, the fans that, you know, showed up to your games um, and who were, you know, active as you were a student athlete in high school. So just helping bring that awareness of, you know, your show, your sports show and how, you know, we can get more fans involved um, to support our basketball program. See, Wes, you just nailed it on. Yeah, Wes, you just nailed it. And Coach, you just nailed it also because I do part radio with Barlow High School here locally whenever I'm not working because we do deserve, these kids do deserve a lot more credit on and off the court or on and off the field because they put it in a good 40, that's a full-time job. It is. Week in, week out, because they are away from home 40 hours a week tops or even more between games and practices. To me, these kids deserve a lot of credit. They do. They really do. They do. And they're expected to be great in the classroom, getting home late. We got home after 1 o'clock last night, and now our students have to study all weekend for their finals next, their semester test next week. You know, we got three games next week on top of them, you know, having to practice. We still got film. And so I think, I don't think that a lot of people are really aware of what it takes to be a student athlete, you know, whether it be for a major program, whether the program is successful or not. So as you said, like these kids really do deserve more support. They do. Well, if you ever need, now, I mean, you know, like, oh, I mean, like, well, I just want to say real quick, I mean, now, you know, like with Bree being a teacher, you know, she does virtual. So you've got that aspect of it too, or, I mean, I don't know how the athletes do virtual or in classroom, but still virtual (laughs) is not in classroom. It's completely different. It's, you know, it's a whole nother ball game. That's an extra added change for these kids that they're not used to. And as well as the teachers. Absolutely. And they're still expected. Well, you're a teacher, you know. You already know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, and they're still expected to do just as well. And you know, you know, I think a lot of times as adults, we don't understand, like, you know how we sometimes struggle and adapt to change. So that's why I commend these student athletes who are just, you know, going with the going with the flow of all the changes due to COVID and how they're just adapting to being virtual, um, getting games canceled. You know, it's a lot. It's it's overwhelming. We're testing. <laughs> <laughs> it can become overwhelming. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know, like I told you before, yeah. you know, I appreciate ahead, every, I said, like, I appreciate you, you know, coming on with the, me and Wes as well. You know, like I said, from a high school broadcaster slash fan to anything at all, you know, 
I appreciate everything that you do for your city of CrossFit. You know, I, I live four hours away from y'all, so it's hard for me to catch a game live. It. Or... It's CrossFit. It's not CrossFit. Okay, Don't yes, start. That's that's a that's a no no here in town. <laughs> Just saying. Tell him, tell him, Shanae, it's a no no. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to say I appreciate everything you know that you do for high school basketball all across the country for girls basketball, you know. Like we talked about this a few minutes ago. Y'all don't get enough credit as it is as a whole. Coaching is a full-time job as well and teaching as well. So I appreciate everything that you do four hours away from me. So if you ever needed any Memphis connections or Memphis games in general in the near future, you know who to hook up, me and Wes, because we know our Memphis connections as well pretty good. Right. That means a lot. I mean, I appreciate people like you and Wes for – you know, just taking the time, you know, being concerned, you know, wanting to promote program, basketball, not just basketball programs, but sports, period, and coaches and, you know, their teams. It means a lot. And I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to the connections. I'm looking forward to continuously, you know, getting to know y'all and just, you know, giving y'all the updates on the team. Thank you for following us. And our games will be uh, streamed live next week. They're going to stream them live. I think it'll be on CrossFitLive.org, maybe. Or come, I don't know. I'll get it to Wes. Our students are going to stream them live next week, so we'll get that information out to you. I know soon. there's a uh, crossateagles.live website that they use for football. Yeah. I don't know if that's the same one they'll use for basketball. Mm-hmm. I would assume it probably is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it actually runs pretty well. Uh, John, you can log on and just you hit play and boom, there it is. It's actually runs pretty, it, it streams pretty, pretty seamlessly. But, uh, but, uh, but Wes, Williams, what, thank you Wes, very Wes, much. I was, for, looking, Wes, I was looking forward to your videos. What are you talking about? Well, I know, don't trust me. I can do them too. I can do them too. Um, and, and and I will. It's fine. I really need to just get me like a little table and a backdrop, and I can just set up a little studio there inside the gym if they'll allow me. I don't know. I got I got to dot some I's and cross some T's with some people here and cross it before we get to that point. We but, need uh, for, Coach Williams. You need to, yeah. You need to put it as a four-star sports show and say, this is ahead, Coach, Coach Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we'll 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 get all that stuff taken care of. I think okay. that's going to be pretty easy to get taken care of, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, but Coach Williams, thank you very much for being on the show with us this afternoon for just the short period of time that we have been on. Uh, from one cross it to a, one cross Eddie into another one. Thank you very much. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Uh, go Eagles, and I will make sure that we have you back on the show uh, coming up very very shortly. Good luck next week in the next three games, and I will definitely see you across the street. At the basketball gym. Y'all have a good rest of the day. Thank you so much. No problem. You too. Thank you guys for watching on Facebook, YouTube, and also listening on iHeartRadio. We are the Four Star Sports Show.